And the show started. Yes. Hello. Hello, Pat. <laughs> it's Pat. It's Jared. It's Chubstep. So, Pat, uh, how you been? How you been doing? I know uh, you said you had a lot of uh, bad food the past week, right? I did. I uh, let me give you a quick recap. I got the cheeseburgers from a Maxwell Street station yep. on Thirty First. The cheeseburgers there are unreal. Just super greasy. You know, uh, the fried onions. Um, or I guess they're grilled, sorry, grilled onions. Um, but, yeah, they're just super bad for you because they're just cooking in grease. So I had that Friday. I like yeah. the feeling of squishing the butter um, with my teeth. Yeah. Saturday, you know that burrito I posted on Instagram I talked about? Everyone liked it from, like, it was a picture from, like, a year ago. Yeah. I had that burrito again. Ooh. It had been almost a year. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> Crazy, crazy. I know. Tying it all together. Yeah. Then Sunday, beggar's pizza. And elotes. Nice. Elote is the corn, Mexican street corn, right? It's corn, salt, butter. I'm yep. you not. Yep. Uh, mayo yep. and chili spice-like thing. I yep. don't know. It's yep. just like a – I can't even think of the word of it. Elote. Yeah. Elote. Yeah. Uh, I actually have some butter news later. So butter we'll get news. to that in a little bit. But uh, anything else this past, uh, this past week, Matt? Mm. Did you watch Masters? I did not watch any of the Masters. No. Do you ever care for golf? One time, you just like to play. One time I watched. I actually don't really ever watch golf. One time I watched golf, and that was uh, at volleyball nationals. My freshman year, there was a lot of downtime during the day, and that was the only time I ever watched the Masters. Other than that, I'm just not. Yeah, like every time I watch golf, I'm just like, it's not that interesting to watch. I'd much rather just play it. So I, when I was in Las Vegas over a year ago today, or wow. no, not today, sorry, over a year ago Saturday. So yeah. It was a year ago Saturday. Uh, when I was in Las Vegas for the Guns N' Roses reunion, it was the Masters weekend, and a ton of people were gambling on golf. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird of, – of all the sports to, to bet on, that one seems like just so over-under weird. like the over-under on the strokes. It's so – it's such a – you know, because it's so individual. Right. That seems like the easiest one to rig, right? If somebody really wanted to get involved with betting just and that kind of stuff. Just had a bad day. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, it's like how can you really predict – like I think it's different when you have like a heavy favorite in a game, like a team mm-hmm. versus team. Yeah. And then like a favorite in golf. Like, yeah. Golf is just so – I don't know. I feel like <laughs> – the odds have to be a lot less. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what you mean because I, I don't bet on golf. But I, I know what you're saying. I don't saying. even know yes, what I mean. Exactly. Nobody knows what you mean. No. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, Matt, it just, it's boring to me. I don't know. I'm just not a big watching golf on TV guy. I feel like golf is fun to play, boring to watch, but some people get really into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so this past week I played in a, a volleyball tournament on Saturday with uh, 
bunch of the guys I, I play with a lot, and it was good times there. We finished third, did pretty decent. I uh, could have done better. Could have done better. Could have got. Could have won it all, I believe. But uh, on Sunday, I was back to my aeration roots. My high school job, I did a lot of aerating. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. That piece of shit owner who was so rude to me on LinkedIn. Yeah, went yeah. Back to him. I'm the owner of Aeration, so. Basically, uh, for those who don't know what aeration is, it's this little, it pulls out these little plugs of dirt from the ground, from your grass, and uh, you, it basically gives like extra air and water to the roots of the grass, supposed to build up a better structure. So I have uh, an aerator from my grandma's, because my uncles had a landscaping business in like the 80s or 90s or something, so I just use that. I'm all about and me, baby. At this point, I don't, I used to advertise, in high school, I used to advertise, I used to do it like after school all the time, and I would make as much money working like, you know, an hour and a half a night as my friends who were working, you know, basically I could work like three hours a week and make as much as my friends who were working like 20 to 30 hours a week part-time. And so it was a good, it was really good. It was a cool thing to do. It was like a good workout, but also uh, you had to do everything yourself. Like if I wasn't out there advertising and set up up these schedules, it wouldn't happen. But anyway, I haven't advertised in years and I still get these same people that, that, you know, call me and that kind of stuff and say, can you do my house? So I did it, scheduled it all for one day. And I worked from, from 9 a.m. yesterday until like 7 p.m. And which I've never done more than three houses at a time. This thing weighs like 300 pounds and you have to, it, it turns, it goes forward on its own, but you have to turn it yourself. So as you're going in these yards, you do like a strip of grass and then you should flip the, you turn the thing completely like 180 and do another strip. And so it's, it's a, it weighs a lot to turn it, but 300 pounds, huh? Yeah, it's very heavy. It's very heavy. It's not, uh, you you're not spin- overshooting that a little bit? No, this thing's, no, this is legit 300. I mean, it, it, it may be, so you lift, maybe you 250, lift, you, maybe 250. You don't lift it, so it's it's on big wheels, so you're spinning it. So what happens if it tips? It doesn't, t- it's it's wide. It's not ever going to tip over. No. No. Okay. No. Um, but, yeah, it has to be heavy because it has to dig into the ground to pull up these cores. Anyway. Here's the thing with aeration. A lot of people do it, and this wasn't the case yesterday, but a lot of people get this done, and they think, like, I have this shit. <laughs> like, the people have these lawns. And people spend a lot of time, a lot of money on their lawns to yeah, make it look right. Yeah, you know right, what? Right? I was going to say, I, the most shocking thing to me in all of this is people care that much. They do. About the grass <laughs> in their front <laughs> yard. This, to get this done, you really have to care about your lawn because this by itself is not going to do a ton. You have to, like, do this. You have to put down a bunch of seed. You have to, like... You have to water a lot. I mean, like, this I, – I get people all the time where I would do their lawns, and I'd go in the back, and it would be, like, half of their backyard would be dirt and gravel. And then they just, like, all right, yeah, aerate it. It'll, you know, they think this is going to fix it. And, you know, there's, like, a quarter of it is actual green grass. And it's, like, this is going to do nothing. This is just going to make your yard really muddy because I'm just going to chunk up this dirt. <laughs> And I, I just don't. But hey, Jerry, you can't say like, no. It's like one of those things You're where they're providing they think, a service. <laughs> I oh, I always will do it. I'll never tell them any differently. But people just like, I guess it's just one of those things where you're like, I, th- I think this is bettering my yard, so I'm gonna do it anyway, even though I have really no even knowledge it's of not. it. Yeah, it's really got to be one of those things where it's, you know you really got to do everything yuppies? else. It's not for yuppies. I mean, it's people. It definitely will help your yard, but you have to actually do everything else as well. Like you know, if you don't water your lawn, if you don't, you know. It's not going to do anything. So it makes sense if someone, let's say, took really good care of yes. their yard or yeah. had a 
a lawn service yeah. that didn't do that, it yeah. would make sense. Yeah, but if you still but have for weeds someone who's or, just kind of doing it just to do it, yeah, which is I would say like half the people I do end up being like that. But I, so now I just do it like once a year, just because people call me and then I'll just schedule it all in one day. So nice. that's kind of the uh, aeration. But is anyway, it good on the pockets. Yeah, it was actually really solid. Yeah, uh, yeah a lot of money yesterday, but uh, the money truck, you know, baby. it's also just wore me out. I was just dead tired. And uh, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's, you know, I like, this one of those jobs, fun? like, I couldn't, no, it's not that fun. I mean, it's just like, it's like as fun as mowing the grass. Headphones? I do. I listened to a lot of podcasts yesterday. Uh-huh. Chubstep, every, Chub Step every Thursday on iTunes. No, I didn't listen to any Chubsteps, but uh, there's well, a lot of the ones car, out there. That's for the car drive home. Yeah, it's a car, apparently that's for my car drives home. It's for yeah. my car drives home. I, I can't listen to the show because I have to go through this and edit it every week. So it's like, I hear it already as I'm going through and editing it. It's too many, if I listen like once I pub- like publish it and put it out on the internet, I don't listen to it again because it's I've already heard it like you know one and a half times basically because you have to go through it. You know I make sure all the levels are right, add the little sound effects, that kind of crap. So, but fine. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, that's that's what's going on, Pat. So, um, I thought uh, we'd get to this butter news while while we're talking before I forget over here. Butter just goes squirting and splashing all over the place. So I actually heard this on the radio and then I pulled up some more information on it. So this is uh, right up your alley here. You ever had uh, Kerry Gold Pure Irish Butter? This is what that the label picture, looks like. Yes. You had this? Yes. Okay. So, a ban on Irish butter in Wisconsin sends shoppers across state lines. Oh. So, <laughs> okay. So because of I don't dec- think I would go that far. Because of decades-old state law, uh, this Kerry Gold imported butter from Ireland isn't allowed on Wisconsin store shelves. And that is because the law requiring butter sold in Wisconsin, it has to be graded for taste, texture, and color through a federal or state system. And that effectively bans butter produced outside the U.S. This is in Wisconsin. As well as uh, artisanal artisanal butters that aren't rated. So anything that's not, like, basically made, you know, in America is not okay with this. So what this is doing is people are having to drive across the border in Illinois to buy this Kerrygold butter. Yeah, but they hate us so much. Yeah, they hate us so much. So here's some of the more ridiculous things. Uh, some, this is quoted somebody saying, the dairy industry has a stranglehold on our legislators. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> that was my favorite quote from this whole thing. Uh, so... There's ways to get around it. Here's every everybody, all our Wisconsin listeners. Here's a little way to get around it. Uh, you can buy your Irish butter online. There you can go. also get it shipped in. Yeah, get it shipped in, and it's fine. You just can't buy it on the shelves. Also, uh, there's a lot of people taking road trips to Chicago area. People with a bunch of friends will go and get some. Hey, who are your friends? I don't like them. Uh, they use a nice little pun in here, churning new controversy at oh! a time. I like that. Uh, so they were talking about this is a grass-fed butter, and that's. What they talk about, you ever heard of like the bulletproof coffee, that kind of thing, where they add butter to the coffee? Nice. And so that's kind of like a health thing. It's supposed to be more fatty, so that actually fills you up more as a coffee. That so sort it's of actually that's, more healthy. That's what they're saying. You so drink they're saying less coffee. The whole by adding yeah, fat. there's there's a whole concept with like fat satiates you. So the more fat you eat, the more filled up you are. So if you're eating things like they say. Uh, like whole milk is a lot better than skim milk because whole milk you're gonna get filled up because it's more one fatty. Glass. One glass is gonna fill you up more with whole than skim. So and you're eating less. You get three and when you're glasses eating, of skim. Yeah, when you're eating less. And than, it tastes nasty, by the way. <laughs> skim. Yeah. Skim is gross. It tastes really watered no, down. It, yeah. If it, <laughs> I feel like people who who drink skim milk are the same people who drink diet soda. Yeah. Exa- it know? doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's not like, going to make that big of a difference. No, and that's so what. So what they're saying now is like there's a lot of these guys, uh, 
like the Bulletproof Coffee guy, Vinny Tortorich, a lot of these type of guys are saying that, um, you know, these type of people, things that people think are doing that are better for themselves, like these diet things. And I'm going to get, instead of frozen custard, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get the frozen yogurt instead of the custard. And they're saying, and they're saying the custard is better for you because it actually fills you up more. You Mm. you get, because you need less of it to satiate yourself. So there's kind of like that opposite train of thought going on now. So uh, there's one person also said that they have a friend who has eight pounds of butter in her freezer, and this person had six pounds of butter in her freezer. So people are apparently going and stocking up on a lot of it, and uh, they're trying to make some changes to the legislation so that they can bring this in. But until then, people are going to keep getting this butter. And they talked about some of the laws in the past. Uh, There used to be a law on margarine, and it was illegal to sell margarine that was dyed yellow to look like butter. They used to be a lot. Ugh. I don't know where these like. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything got a, the colors? I don't. I don't like the dye, man. Well, so butter, margarine became a thing. I believe, if I'm not mistaken about this, in one of the wars, like World War One, World War Two, and they needed the, they needed the uh, dairy products for the soldiers, and so as a product, they would make the margarine, which is oil based instead of milk based. So we're and go then, bad as quick. That might, yeah, they just needed, there was other supplies of stuff. They couldn't, they didn't have to use the dairy. And so to make people feel better about eating margarine, they made it look like butter by dyeing it yellow. You know, isn't this going to affect local businesses, though? If you allow these imports? If you're you saying don't it, allow. Because now people are shopping online exactly. and shopping yeah. elsewhere. And that's what they're saying. They're like, people I mean, are, as much people, as it's going to affect, it's butter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if people are that obsessed about it where they're going across the state lines to get it, then they should just offer it in stores because, yeah, then you're going to bring in better business, you know. Yeah, that kind figure of it out. Figure it out, guys. Hashtag figure it out. Chub step Jared on Twitter. Full on? Full on. Whipped it out? Yeah, whipped it out. Yeah. In the bar, in the middle of this bar. <laughs> I uh, flipped on the TV yesterday, found the probably the most boring thing in the world. Uh, was, was it The Bachelor? No, it was people playing poker on TV. You ever seen yeah, this? I don't get that either. <laughs> it, why is it on ESPN? I, this, That's what I want to know. This was even worse. I understand worse. It's, it's a game, but it's yeah. not a sport. This was even worse. This was like a local, this was like Windy City poker. This was like a local station playing Chicago, like local people playing poker in Chicago. Who wants to watch that? I have no idea. Because, I, I mean, they have to have a market for it for it to be on TV. Or it's else, on why a lot. Would they do it? Some people are why some people are watching it, this. I know? have no idea. Card, I have no idea. Card obs- card playing obs- obsessed people. Yes. Really bored people. Yes. People who watch too much TV, and I would say people who like the whole gambling thing. I, I that's my to guess. I don't dream. It just I don't know. Again, like if you're not playing cards, I'm sorry, I don't want to watch. No, just go, just go ahead, and you know. I remember we had just, a poker yeah, tournament one time. Yeah, I I lost it all right away. Yeah, I walked, I left. I'm like, I'm not gonna sit here and watch you guys play cards. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> no, I don't. It, it's so annoying to me. Like even just yeah, if if you're at a casino with your friends and one of your friends is the last one left, it's boring. You're getting bored. Like, unless it's like they've got a bunch of money on the line and you know that person personally, like, other than that, it's not really interesting at all. Like, I don't I don't really get that at all. So so you're watching that on TV. You were actually watching it out of curiosity? I watched it for about five minutes because it was uh, It was. It is kind of cool how they change the odds, each card. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the only fun part about it is that you get to see it. But, again... I can I can't watch it for more than no. thirty seconds. It gets really old. That really fast. Um, billiards, why is that on TV? 
No. Yeah, I don't that's, need that's any sort of. I don't any sort of thing that can be done. Yeah, I, I don't want to get technical with what is a sport yeah. and what is not a sport. Playing yeah. pool is not a sport. Neither is playing darts. Yeah, I don't need to see don't people play yourself. darts, pool, bowling. I don't need to see any of those. No. Where like, I would say bowling. Uh, let's not get okay. into what's a sport, okay. what's not yeah. a sport. Let's not yeah. do it. But you It'll like never watching end. bowling on It'll TV? Never, no, no, no. I yeah. wouldn't watch. Yeah, I don't get. I mean, granted, they're not on that much, but I think even at all is is bowling's a fun to do every once in a while. Yeah. Bird up. So another thing I saw here, Pat, did you see what happened on? I forgot to talk about this last week, but April April first, uh, April Fool's Day. The Sinbad. Do you hear about the Sh- Sinbad Shazam thing? No. So do you hear about this whole uh, conspiracy that there was this movie called Shazam? Have you ever heard of the movie Shazam? Yes. Not Kazam. Not Kazam with Is Shaq. Is that what I'm thinking of? You're thinking of Kazam with Shaq. Shazam? Shazam with Sinbad. It's not real? Shazam with Sinbad is a completely made-up movie. Oh. But there was this, I think it started on Reddit or something, but people were convinced that there was a movie called Shazam. On uh, April 1st? No, no, no. This is for a while that people oh. have been convinced On April of this. 1st, he came out and, and said April, it's not happening? No, April 1st, uh, he made, I think it was with College Humor, one of those type of things. He just released a video of, it was like a, it showed like this VHS tape that's like, it has some commercial beforehand, and then it cuts to this scene of a movie, and then it cuts back out. Like, it has, like, you know, three minutes of a movie where Sinbad is playing a a genie with these kids. <laughs> so he did this for April Fool's Day just to show everybody that, you know, to, like, play joke at everybody. But it's pretty hilarious because Sinbad. Uh, big Sinbad guy. I'm a big Sinbad fan, and he kind of plays into a lot of the social media stuff that people do around him. And it's kind of fun when people will start. A lot of people would not play into a controversy that was started about them. Yeah. You know, most people just ignore it and be like, whatever. I, he only, I, do, I think I can only name two movies in beds. And... Shazam? No. And The First Kid? <laughs> Good Burger? Good Burger, Jingle All the Way. What about The First Kid? I don't know Never saw that? I don't know oh, my is. God. He's, Sinbad oh, protects you know the t- president's son. Yeah. yeah. You can tell me now. Monkey Bone. Yeah, with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. It's on Netflix. <laughs> I didn't choose to watch it. Okay. But it was an option. Yes. Yeah. So just letting just people know like, that I you, could, like you should watch it because you feel like you like you would like that one. I think when we talked about it. Yeah. I didn't think it was that great, but you might like it. So, <laughs> Well, here's a little fun fact. On, okay. Trevor had sent me uh, Chub, Trevor or uh, – Chub Trevor. Chub, Chub Step Trevor. Yeah. He had sent me this a while ago, and I forgot to mention it. It was about Sinbad with his red hair. Remember we talked about this, like Sinbad's a black guy with red hair. Is this real or is it fake? So this is what he sent me a while ago. And this is in November, actually. <laughs> I had pulled up this text. Sinbad's hair is naturally red as his mother is Irish. Additionally, Blake Griffin's father is Haitian and his mother is of European descent and his hair is naturally red. Overall, from my research, it is possible but extremely rare for an African-American to have red hair because the, re- the recessive gene that red hair is involved with also causes fair skin that is unable to tan and often causes freckles. Essentially, in conclusion, basically it's possible for African-Americans to have red hair, but it 99.9% of the time needs to be from reproduction. So, Sinbad, so get on it. So Sinbad, has, <laughs> so Sinbad has naturally red hair. That's what he's trying to get at. Does for he? those that don't know. Or is that just his theory? No, that's, well, he's pretty sure. He says Sinbad's hair is naturally red. So there you go. Why don't we, Irish mother. Why don't we just ask Sinbad. Sinbad. I would love to get Sinbad on the show. If anybody has some yeah. Sinbad connections, that would be fantastic. Sinbad connections. Uh-oh, Mike James, ladies and gentlemen, we just oh, got finished it's, talking it's about – We just had to finish talking about Sinbad. Uh, <laughs> Mike James just walked in, and we have his email here. Uh, 
Pat, should Pat read this email? This uh, is like yeah, this is in response to people don't remember. Why don't you read it since you wrote it? We could do every other word if you want, but that might take a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, how's it going, by the way? Uh, yeah. I'm not actually Sinbad, guys. It's me, Mike James. But good to be on the show. All right. Yeah. Well, boys, last week I asked you to participate in a dilemma. You both, without discussion, sent me either cooperate or defect. If you had both sent cooperate, you both would have won a cool prize. Yep. If you both sent defect, you would have both won a lame prize. However, if one of you sent defect while the other sent cooperate, the defector was to win an amazing prize while the cooperation won nothing. It's uh, just game theory, and it's usually best to select a defect because that's like probability, more yeah. chances of winning. Don't want to get yeah. into that. Read the Wikipedia article. <laughs> but uh, it's Chubb theory because Jared sent cooperate while Pat Cal sent defect. Yeah! No. <laughs> uh, so Pat has sold Jared no. out. Uh, Pat will win a prize while Jared wins nothing. Uh, but classic. I guess you could say the knowledge that Pat would sell you out in a second is a prize itself. Yeah, and it is. I'm glad to actually be here. I wasn't expecting to be on the show, but here, I'll let you Mike do James the got a little gift. Bag uh, it's heavy. <laughs> Like it's this, this is the Pat's amazing gift, and I get nothing of it. What is it? We got sriracha potato oh, chips. Oh man! Sriracha <laughs> and roasted garlic barbecue <laughs> sauce, oh. and just a big bottle of sriracha man, sauce. Man, Pat loves this. Thanks, Pat's a big sriracha. Well, thank Pat's you for big... screwing Jared over. <laughs> With pleasure. With pleasure. Everybody, check out uh, Mike James' podcast, The Real Boys. Every other one. Why would you put cooperate? Cooperate. It sounded nice. <laughs> I wanted to cooperate. Now you know. Never cooperate again. <laughs> apparently, apparently, we're not supposed to cooperate. I just thought, Pat, you were like, we're working together. We're cooperating. I'm like, I just kind of thought, you know, in hindsight, like after doing more thought about it, like defect made more sense. You also had a hard time saying defect. I did. Is it defect or defect? I think it's like a defect is like in a toy that you get from Christmas that yeah. Grandpa stepped on. Yeah. <laughs> and defect is like the, the bad boy operation that you're so used to now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's defect. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Defect, okay. Yeah. Okay. But either way, I lose. And yeah. So. That's right. Nice guys finish last. <laughs> is that what we're <laughs> Yeah. That's a hashtag for the show. What is that supposed to mean? Nice guys finish last. What does that mean for me? That means you're bad boy. <laughs> bad piece 33. Everybody follow Pat on Instagram. It's not me. <laughs> we're actually uh, next week. We're gonna have uh, Big Money Banks on the show. Give us a bad piece 33 update. So that should be good. Uh, he follows him pretty closely. <laughs> I think that's kind of weird. Mike James, you got anything else for us? I know you're. Uh, uh, no, that's about it. It's been raining today. You know. Yeah. So uh, stay dry out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By th- by the time you listen to this on Thursday, stay dry out there. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you a lot for uh, for Thanks that. For That's an awesome me. prize. Uh, that you can't have. You can't have any. I can't. I'm, well, I wasn't planning I, on giving him. I'm yes. gonna stay outside the door and listen in. If I hear you eating a chip, I'm gonna kick down <laughs> if that. There's door. one crunch from my mouth and not Pat's. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. All right, well, have a good episode, guys. Good hey, to always thanks. be on the show. Yeah, check out The Real Boys, guys. Thanks, check Mike. out The Real Boys. Hey, thank you. Thank you. And, guys, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And you can end up on the show. And you can end up on the show, too, <laughs> just like <laughs> Mr. Michael Thomas James. So how about a Jeff Gold- Goldblum movie review? Yeah. Hi. 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 I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady.
because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He no. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Okay. Like with some of these movie reviews, this is actually a TV review. And actually, even a step below that, this is a pilot review. This actually never aired. This was a one-time pilot. And you somehow found I it? I somehow found it by finding, searching for it for a while and then finding it. Somebody had posted a link on Reddit. I don't even use Reddit, but somebody had found a Reddit link. Where did that, that person posted. find it? Some, it's some, like, Russian website. Oh, my I was gosh. nervous I might be hacked. This, this. <laughs> a little nervous to click that link? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Bolshevik. But <laughs> anyway, uh, this was called Susan313 from 2012. And I'm not going to ask you if you've seen it, because I know for a fact you've not seen this. No. This is a 20th Century Fox pilot directed by Ken Quapis. Ken Quapis, the thing I recognize him the most for, 13 episodes of The Office. Random episodes here and there, but all, but he did the pilot and the finale. So over nine seasons, just random episodes, but also the first and last episode ever for The Office. So I was a big fan of that. This is all created and starring Miss Sarah Silverman. Really? Yeah, you big Sarah Silverman fan? What are your what are your thoughts on um, Sarah Silverman? I'm not a hater. I'm not really a fan though. Yeah, she's hit or miss for me. There, that's I, a I think, good way to put it. I think in general she's pretty decently funny. Um, I she, she seems like she's that person who like tries really hard not yes. to laugh at her own jokes. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. No, she, but to be it's fair, it's okay to laugh. Yes, you know. To be fair, it's I think it is hard to be a, a female comedian. It's there's not a lot of them out there, right? And I feel like maybe you have to try a little. You have to try harder. You obviously do have to try harder, and I think that comes across as you know you notice that like oh she's trying harder, and they like, kind of like some yeah. of the funny things in comedy are like the gross things. Like, it's yes. okay for like men to be gross, yeah. and like it, I just feel like it might be uncomfortable for some women to express that. Yeah, maybe. But she does that a lot. She likes to she likes to push things a lot. So. This is all about uh, her. She plays Susan Faro, and so it's Susan three one three three one three is her new apartment uh, number. So the whole concept is that she starts off and she walks into this apartment. It all takes place in the apartment building, basically. And she walks in and she just had broken up with her. She, her, and her boyfriend of ten years had broken up, and she starts talking to some lady randomly in the hallway. And she was carrying, this was an interesting little uh, tie to earlier topics on Chubstep. She was carrying one of those brown boxes that looks like it's wood grain. And, and this lady comes up to her and asks her if she got fired from her job. She was carrying one of those boxes with a bunch of stuff in it. And she's like, oh, no. With, like, this the, the plant. Yeah, with the, a plant in it. Yeah, yeah. It was a plant in <laughs> a picture, exactly. And then she says, oh, no, I didn't get fired. I just broke up with my boyfriend at 10 years. And then she's like, oh, how recently was that? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, from, like, 2002 to, like, oh, you know, like, 7.50 this morning. And the lady's like, I don't think you're really reacting right because you're smiling this whole time. She's like, yeah, it doesn't hit me, but I can't wait till it does. <laughs> so there were some funny parts of this. funny. Yeah, no, there were some good. And you said good... it. She didn't even say it. Exactly. So, no. So there were some good parts in this. It was it was funny. Like, it had some good parts, but it also was just, like, completely, like, no, no form of where this is going. Like, it was just, like, this happens. It was clearly supposed to be, like, some... If if the show would have continued, it would have been basically like her interactions throughout the apartment, ran, running into different people that live throughout the apartment. But then randomly, it pulls to like cutaways where like she'll be in a like a test room with a bunch of people, 
and she'll be asking all these people, what, hey, so like they'll be showing whatever scene just happened, and then she'll be in front of a group of people. She'll be like, okay, so you see what I did there, and this and this and this. So what do you guys think about my character doing, or what do you think about me doing this? And then they're reacting like in a certain way, like, oh, you're not so likable, like, and all this. So it just randomly does that, and that's never really explained in this, and I don't really know what that is. So she does that. Uh, she finds some guy that's a little younger that has a crush on her, and she, you know, she's talking. She like he keeps thinking they're gonna date and all this stuff, and she at the end basically says it's not gonna happen. So then he farts right in front of her. She's nice. like, and she's like, oh, I pre, you know, I understand why you did that. And he's like, yeah, I was holding that in the whole time because, you know, I thought we were going to, you know. Because of the implication. Anyway, Jeff Goldblum is in this at the very end. She does none of those, none of those goes like, you know, she's talking about whatever scene's going on in front of this group of people. And Jeff Goldblum stands up and uh, he walks over to her. And apparently this was her ex-boyfriend was Jeff Goldblum. That's supposed to be. And he goes the over. The guy who broke up with her at yes. 7.50 in the morning? Yes. And so then they're. I don't, I don't know how this happens, but some, there's, somehow there's a piano there, and of course, Mr. Jeff Goldblum starts playing the piano, and they start singing together. So this is a classic Doesn't Jeff Goldblum trope. Sense. <laughs> it's a classic, like Jeff Goldblum. Like I said, if if you wanted to be Jeff Goldblum, you know, little stutter here or there, some profound words, uh, slicked hair, glasses, play the, p- piano. play the piano. Yeah, you need that kind of stuff. Leather jacket would be ideal, but some sort of fancier. It's definitely not going to be casual wear. I don't. Th- I don't know how many times I've seen Jeff Goldblum in casual wear. Very rarely. It's weird. You haven't gotten to the movie yet, but nine months he's wearing a tennis outfit. Nine months. I tried to look. I tried to watch that. It's, uh, but I haven't been able to find that for free yet. I try to get all the free ones, and then I start there paying for stuff. So, yeah, that's. Uh, we'll get to that at some point. That's passion. That's passion. Yeah, that's passion. <laughs> exactly. So I would say this is uh, like you know like the recent streak recently. This is a Harry Connick Jr. There's a, she even talks about it at the beginning. She prefaced it by saying, "Oh, this is my pilot that came out and never got released." And I'm not showing everybody this so that you can be like, oh, why didn't this get picked up? And she's like, yeah, maybe they were, they were kind of right for not picking this up. But I just wanted to show this. It's not horrible, but it's it's not a show that I would watch. It, it wouldn't sell. I don't think. It's like it's not. There's shows out there that this is better than, but there's a lot of bad there's shows There's a lot of bad shows. Yeah, exactly. So it's not Let's, let's not add to the list. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Pat, I saw a bad uh, another bad commercial. We us talk about these. No way. I know. I know. So Geico had this commercial for uh, this lady and her husband. I'm assuming husband. Let's let's assume there's a little backstory, a little love interest between the two of them. And they're sitting in this car, and he's trying to start the car. And he's turning the key, and the and the key, he's turning the key, and the engine is turning over. The doom, 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 doom. You're hearing the engine turn. <laughs> one of the worst feelings but she says I, I, I can't remember if she says this or they press the button they call the app Geico app whatever the person comes and they say either your they say your car battery's dead or she said your car battery's dead either way uh, when you're turning your key like that and your engine is doing that that's 99 90% of the time that's not your battery no so when your battery is dead when you turn your key it won't do anything <laughs> like you're not going to hear the engine turn over so it's it's car insurance for dummies is what you're saying. That's what I'm I'm saying but again. Not for dummies, this but is people who this just is kind of like they don't understand. This is clearly somebody again. This is like what I talk they about. What are Details. <laughs> this people. is like a detail. This is like a, and this isn't even that crazy of a concept of a car thing. Like if if your car battery is dead, your engine is not going to turn over. 
it maybe 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 just it would turn over a tiny bit little bit yeah it just turns, it just turns. the key no just noise. keeps turning and just yeah you hear a click right nothing happens exactly so in this case that's not what happened and they said and they fixed it by jumping you know recharging the battery and that's <laughs> that's not the case yeah pay attention to that uh you know just details again this is just annoying little stuff if that, you're gonna be a car insurance company maybe yeah. <laughs> understand how cars work <laughs> yes Yes, it's not too crazy of a concept. Most everybody, you know, anybody that works at cars should. should you know, know what, the Jared? That. that probably sold. Yes, probably yes. sold. I agree. We're I agree suckers with that. for bitching about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have anything you want to talk about, Pip? Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction was last weekend. Yeah, you were pretty upset last time. Last it year was. Yeah. Why? Because of Tupac. Yeah. I wasn't upset. I just didn't you were understand. crying. You cried to me in, in confidence after the show. I would not do tell you anything in confidence, okay. <laughs> just for that reason. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but um, Pearl Jam bassist wore a T-shirt with a hundred bands on it that deserved to be in. Oh wow! I don't like that move. Yeah, and I, I'm I love Pearl Jam. Yeah, but it's just it's so subjective. Yeah, you know he had yeah. bands on there that just. You know, reality, like, yeah, they're popular, but they're just mm-hmm. not going to be in the Hall of Fame. If you're going to have a Hall of Fame, you can't put everyone in. Yeah. Fastball. You know? Who Fastball. did they have in there? Fastball, Chumbawamba. No, but he had, like, Slayer. Yeah. I don't know. Slayer is even considered rock. Yeah. You know, it's kind of just like, oh, it's considered thrash. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, Metallica's in. I don't know. But Slayer anyway, has a bunch of big songs. bands like Sonic Youth. That. Yeah. Like, just like popular bands, but just like bands that influence influenced him you know i i just don't like the move because you know it just seems like every year someone's gonna bitch about the rock and roll hall of fame about who's yeah. in and who's not well so far the past two years it's been you bitching about the hall of fame, the rock and roll hall of fame yeah but that was on people getting in <laughs> not it wasn't not, not i did mention bands in. i would like to see in but i'm yeah. not gonna make a big statement about yeah, it. yeah just you're just gonna talk about it on yeah. a podcast exactly yeah <laughs> not gonna write it down though no you would never write it down and no. put it on a shirt I would never put it on a shirt. No, no. What would be an acceptable number of bands to have done on a shirt? If you had like three, do you think you'd be okay with that instead of a hundred? No, 100? that looks weird. Why would you these have just three, three separate bands listed on a shirt? He had a hundred, and it's just like it made like um like a shirt and tie design. Yeah. Is that kind of diminishing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when you're doing that? I feel like it's like... That's just my point. You can't yeah. put everyone in. You can't. Sure, there's a bunch of people who... Yeah. We would all love to see be in there. Yeah. You can't put uh, you put a hundred. If, if everybody goes if in, everyone then it's, goes in, then what's it's the not point? special. Yeah, exactly. It, it, there is no point. Is Pearl Jam in it? So they got in this weekend. Got that it. Was their induction? Okay. Yeah. So they're saying, oh yeah, if we're they're okay. That's <laughs> once you're already in, like if you're getting inducted, then then you're just trying. Jared, it this happens like every bit. year. Every year, someone who gets inducted makes a statement about people who aren't inducted. Isn't that such like a little? Weasley type of way of like trying to make make it seem like you're like a good guy. Like I'm a good guy. Look, these other guys should have gotten in. I know I got in, but these guys definitely should have gotten in. Like they're just saying that because they're already in. Like yeah. was he making these statements, you know, ten years ago? Uh, probably not, not publicly. Yeah, probably not. You know, it's like it, it's you're, you're you're bashing them once you're already in. You're yeah. bashing the whole. You know, I think a, again, a hundred's a little much. It it, it does seem like a lot. A yeah. Hundred. So you do not think fastball should be in the Hall of Fame? No. Okay. I don't even think fastball should be on the radio, Jared. <laughs> that's, that's quite <laughs> a statement. Not. That's quite. A, when we had were at Marquette Radio, we used to play them a lot. So that I, was. Uh, I like fastball, <laughs> but what what radio station are they going to be on in Chicago? Maybe whatever WKQX is now. Yeah, I maybe ninety three one. There's not a lot of 
no. Because what what do you call that? It's just like nineties like alternative yeah. type stuff. Nineties yeah. alternative. Yeah. Good. Yeah, point. which is like most of the nineties stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the music wise, Pat, uh, you know what I really well, I heard I heard an old t- uh, TV show from like you know ten years ago, and I heard one of those old ringtones where you get like the knockoff versions of the songs, where like they just had the you know what I'm talking about, like the old ringtones where you couldn't actually play the actual music from a song. So it would yeah. just be like the like computerized version of the song, and it was horrible. No. I used to get the, uh, what was that called when someone was calling you and the song was playing for them? Um, oh, we're like you were calling them. No, no, then... no. They would be calling me, but I had a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? I don't remember, but I had one. You had one? Yeah. And then I had to go job searching. <laughs> oh, I was, you told, I was told to get rid of it. <laughs> I was told that that's not a good look. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. But I'm thinking about getting one again now that I'm not really job searching and no one from my job ever reaches out to me on my cell phone. Yeah. This is my house. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, okay, so I know what concepts you're saying. Yeah. Her time on me. She's got me Louder, Jared. <laughs> All my money on me. Okay, so I, <laughs> I just, like, I hate those. That was, I just yeah, remembered, like. Bad. That's almost comical. That, but that, like, that used to be, like, a, to me, I, yeah, maybe you don't remember this, but I, it used to be, like, a cool thing. Like, if you had the custom, like, I was, like, really wanting the custom ringtone because I wanted the Sean Paul, you know, I want that. You know, I want. Get uh, busy. Get busy, you know, the Trinity. There's a bunch of different ones that I wanted, but, you know, I, I tried to. I was upset when other people could have, you know, some ringtone that I wanted, but they were just these shitty versions of these songs. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was pretty just, bad. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and it's like, that's like you were supposed to be happy that like, yeah, you have this custom one, but that's so much worse. There had to be a reason worse. that was the first one that you pulled up, too, because that's probably, like, so such a bad song. Well, to, it was like... The Office that I was watching, to be fair, Uh-oh. and so that was Michael Scott's ringtone. In oh, it. really? And so I was, like, it just reminded me of, like, all those shitty ones that used to have back in the day, like, with the slider phones and all those, so. Uh, slider phones? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a good reference, right? It is. I yeah. never referred to them as a slider phone. Well, that's what some of them were. They're slip phones and then they're called. slider phones. Yeah, slider that was phones. the actual name of them. Yeah. I had me a slider phone in the day. Did you? Yeah, yeah, so did I. I had a phone called the Chode. The Chode? That's God. what he called it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it was this really small, like, Wait, square. did you call it that or was it actually called that? Actually, uh, my friend Ryan okay. at Marquette. Gave it the name the choke. Okay, that's a little stuck. different. Than... No, no, no. It was like literally a small square, and you flipped it open. But t- but it's not actually called. You guys called it nicknamed it the chode. But I can it was call not... it whatever I want. I know. Man. I, I, <laughs> I just I was just surprised that there was an actual retailer that was calling it the chode, like selling it that way. Okay, <laughs> but I think yeah. those would sell. I think they would too. I think <laughs> it's they would it's too. a lot better than whatever it was actually called. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how about some Tanzania news? Okay. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting to the You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. Oh, it's a uh, fake. Fugazi, Fugazi. It's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Tanzania struggles to end child labor. Why? Why? Because they need the it's jobs. It's dangerous. Yeah, Here's the deal. no, I, I understand yeah. it's dangerous, but why do they struggle to end it? 
Oh, okay. So let's get to that first then, Pat, since you're asking that question. Well, so they actually have a law that you're not supposed to be able to work if you're under 14. And if you're between 14 and 18, you're not supposed to be able to do anything dangerous. But the problem is that the government workers tasked with enforcing the laws lack the staff and funds for inspections, let alone prosecutions. So there's just not enough government officials to be cracking down on this. The biggest thing is uh, there's a lot of little mines that are not sanctioned by the government. Like they don't have licenses to be there. They basically are just like gold mines and that kind of thing that are just sprouting all over the country. And that's when these people get trapped in these mines too. These like unregulated mines that people just yes. do, and then they get trapped in there. They were playing the football. Remember, we talked about them. They were playing yes, football no, in the mines. I remember quite well. Yeah. So this is one of the examples. So this kid's for three years. Um, he's 17 now, but since he was 14, he's been handling mercury every day with his bare hands. That doesn't seem safe at all. It's not safe at all. It's really dangerous for you. Uh, mercury poisoning. You ever heard of that? Yeah. They say yeah. you can't eat sushi. Yeah. Too much because exactly. The yeah. Mercury levels. Yeah. This is. Uh, so this is uh, – here's a little fun fact for you. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, this is a little – something I heard on a podcast a while ago. And if, I, if I've said this before, then skip this part about 30, 45 seconds. So Abe Lincoln uh, was convinced that he had syphilis when he was, <laughs> when he was younger. He was apparently pretty promiscuous uh, before Mary Todd. <laughs> and he was convinced that he had syphilis. And he uh, – in the treatment – back in the day for syphilis was mercury. <laughs> I was, did not see that comment. Yeah, <laughs> was mercury pills. Okay. So they would give, literally give people mercury as a, as, a, as a treatment for syphilis. Obviously didn't help with syphilis and also caused mercury poisoning. A lot of people, and caused one of the things of that is depression. And a lot of people, you know, Abe Lincoln was known to be a very depressed person in general. A lot of people are associating, that, like, <laughs> he could have been depressed because he was obsessed with Having thinking he had syphilis, but doctors giving him mercury. Like it could all end just like that one. Yeah, day. and uh, that didn't end up killing him, obviously. But a uh, little fun fact, a little mercury fun fact for you. It was so Babe Lincoln, by the way. Babe Lincoln. So, uh, so anyway, uh, Tanzania says that there's four million child laborers between age five and seventeen, and three million of those, so seventy-five percent of those, are doing hazardous jobs. So that's not so great. So Tanzania, it says 55th most at risk, though, for child labor. So there's 54 countries that are worse. So that's a positive, right? That's a positive. That's that's a good stat number. Yeah. So the issue... Make it seem like everyone, every other place is much worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you have to do. You just have to be good in comparison. So Be a good negative campaigner. That's a good way. Yeah, that's what, that's what they should do. <laughs> that's what the mind should start doing. We're not that, you know, it could be worse. So... The, so the reason that people are doing this, obviously, is because they need the money. There's no obviously that you know they're doing this. They need a job. They talk about that a lot of the kids, their families, you know, maybe the farm is there's a drought and that kind of thing. It just doesn't rain that much. A lot of these farms just can't sustain themselves, and so they have to do, they have to send their kids to uh, do the the mining. And the kids will leave school is the problem. So a lot of the kids they'll do like their when they go to the secondary school they'll just drop out, and. So a Human Rights Watch report found that in 2016, more than 5 million children between age 7 and 17 were out of school across the country. So, yeah, that's a lot of kids that left between 7 and 17. Just a lot of them are working. And so what people are doing is uh, since 2014, this place called Terry de Homas, Netherlands, working with Rafiki SDO, has managed to help more than 725 children leave the mines. And then a U.K.-based 
Plan International has helped 12,000 children withdraw from small-scale mining work and is trying to reach another 11,000. So those little smaller organizations are trying to do stuff to get kids out of there, but it's just not enough. I mean, you know, these are like non-for-profit type things that are just trying to get kids to be safe, but it's just the government needs to try to just shut government down Government just cares basically. about the money, man. They just care about the money, but they're not making money from these underground mines that aren't licensed anyway. So they're not making tax money or anything like that. The so. government doesn't care. <laughs> no, they care about if uh, if people are saying things about them in a rap song. Damn miniskirts. But yeah, and, and miniskirts. They're going to let that, that one go. Yeah, no, they're, <laughs> they're definitely not going to let that go. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tape down the lower parts of my pants. I'm going to put cheese near my feet. They're all going to run down there, and for one minute, I'm going to squirm, squirm like a, you know what, I can't say it. But after a minute, I let them out to eat the cheese, I'm gone. thousand bucks in my pocket. Oh, did we mention Facebook stories now? No. Isn't that unreal? I don't understand what it is. Well, Explain to me I mean, what it is. I, I don't understand what it is either. Okay. <laughs> But I'm just, I'm getting kind of tired of everyone stealing everyone else's idea. That it is, it is true. With that, like Periscope being the first one to do the live streaming, Periscope was like the, oh, that's the app and you can live stream things. Yes. And then every single other thing copied that. I mean, like. Well, the live streaming, yes. But the live they also streaming. have like the, the 24 hour stories. Well, that's what I say. So like Snapchat. They all, they all copy each other. And even even Facebook's format of the way it's laid out is like Twitter, where it's like this constant stream of like you scroll down, you can keep scrolling down, and just stuff keeps scrolling. I mean, that's how Twitter is. Yeah, they keep. It is just one copy often. They're all. They want the same type of format, basically. I think it's dumb. I think it also is dumb. Yeah. I also think that as well, Pat. It's, it's not original, and I think. But I guess, you know, as long as the, people are going to steal ideas that work, you know. The Facebook Live is more popular now than the Periscopes and that kind of thing. You know, people use the Facebook Live all the time. How do I reach these kids? Okay, so uh, why don't you people uh, email show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com and rate us on iTunes and tell a friend. New shows every Thursday on iTunes, on Google Play Music chubstep.com we finally got that whole thing worked out you don't have to type chubstep.lipson.com you oh, can just wow. type chubstep.com now somebody gave up the domain no they didn't have it <laughs> i've actually owned it for a while but i just i there was a some sort of thing with the settings the dns settings that i had to change to make it so it worked but anyway you can type in chubstep.com that'll bring you to the page where we uh post things we also post links and a lot of stuff on the facebook uh chubstep podcast on facebook chubstep podcast on twitter and the show has ended Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? Now you know you got to go. Program is now shutting down. Peace. This is Yasin.